Welcome back, everybody. This is technically episode two, uh, but it's really an extension of episode one, part two. So if you remember for what we were talking about in part two, we were ranking our top uh, five overrated bands, each of us. Some of us are on the same page, some of us not so much. So uh, we're each kind of throwing out our argument here to see if we can maybe switch somebody's mind. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, ultimately... We uh, we do see our sides, our points. Ultimately, we do see our point of views, and I think that the conversation is going well. Uh, you be the judge and finish out the rest of episode one, part two, our top five overrated bands. So we're number two now. Nope. Number three still. Oh, yeah. That was my we're number, number three. three. <laughs> oh, we're going my number three now. Or no, Timmy, you're yeah, number yeah. three. Joe just has such controversial picks that it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a little off the rails there. You know, that's not a yeah. new. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so maybe this one will be a little controversial for, for you, Joe, because I believe you touched on it a little bit ago. But um, Kiss is definitely overrated. Look, this is number three pick. They were so. I thought we were friends, Tim. I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, look, I enjoyed like Detroit Rock City was a good song. Uh, and movie. Roll all night, uh, party every day, great. Um, other than that, though, I couldn't name you another Kiss song uh, without probably somebody saying, "Oh, this," and I'd be like, "Oh, yeah." But other than that, it doesn't stick out. All I remember them by was the fact that they had action figures that were dressed like them. They came out on stage and looked like very angry mimes. Uh, <laughs> and Come on, Tim. You don't you don't know the song "Lick It Up"? Nope. <laughs> are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? This nope. is coming from the guy, everybody, that sold me Kiss tickets in 2014 because he couldn't attend. Just so that we're all clear. <laughs> because I was desperate for tickets to that concert, and I got them because my buddy Tim came through. So. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just not like when I was a kid, apparently I loved kiss when I was a kid because of the fact that they were different, you know, they, they were, were yeah, they had these huge shoes on and it made them all look really tall and larger than you know, life. Gene Simmons had this crazy looking tongue and, you know, looked like he was eating razor. And then you went time. And then you went to the strip club and saw their shoes and you went, Hey, <laughs> how come you don't have goldfish in there? <laughs> i'll say this real quickly though if you see them today because i just saw them a couple years ago in hershey Mm -hmm. in their big stiletto heels um they're very fit for their age and you know they still get around really really well but they kind of do this just rhythmic rocking motion yeah and they just kind of pivot on their (laughs) on their stiletto heels it's hilarious (laughs) from what i've heard from gene simmons in in a recent thing online is Gene Simmons, they've replaced Ace Freely and uh, Peter Chris. Yeah, yeah. So they replaced those two with, with new members. They've replaced them twice now. Several times. Um, Several times, yes. Well, yeah, but but from what Gene Simmons said is he would like Kiss to replace him to replace himself and Paul Stanley. And for Kiss to continue to replace members to where Kiss never goes away. So it became an idea like Batman is what he's suggesting. You pass on the mantle of the demon to another artist. 
But like he said, with the face paint, the face paint is the popular part. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can. And do, he's admitted you, that. Yeah, you could do that with Slipknot, technically. You know, like, <laughs> who knows? Exactly. They all have masks. You right? put a mask on yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put a mask on somebody else, and they're and they're fine. Here's the thing: yeah. the a thing lot of people do. don't know whether it's the original Slipknot members or not. Right. You know, you don't know. So I, I think. As a as you know, listening to Kiss and being such a big fan as as long as I have, I couldn't even tell you all the different lineups uh, of the of the roster of the band that they've had. There's been so many changes, mm. and a lot of their studio albums, I found out uh, even when they did have a, a a good stretch of time with the consistent members of the band, a lot of the albums that they recorded were with recording artists that weren't even regular members of the band. So all these songs that you know you're no it was just it was just um it was just Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. And then then yeah and then they had fill-in artists for their recording sessions and they're Mm -hmm. touring with people that weren't even there to record the music. So it's Mm -hmm. I get it. It's it's uh anybody can put on the paint anybody could put on the mask anybody Mm -hmm. could yeah absolutely i just feel like they were just all about being merchandised that's that was it when they first they still came are out. oh yeah oh no, absolutely but i'm just saying like when it first came watch, out that, that was their thing like it was kiss i think they have on everything i think they have kiss coffins oh they that's do. a legit thing kiss mm-hmm. condoms kiss <laughs> if there's something to put the kiss well, logo the on it's on it if you watch the show that he had with shannon tweed the the yeah. whatever family jewels gene simmons right. family, gene simmons, family yeah. if you watch that there's a couple episodes where gene simmons is in i don't know if it's his basement it could be his bathroom for all i know because mm. he's a millionaire <laughs> you know but there's a there's a couple episodes where he is in this room that has nothing but kiss licensed merchandise mm-hmm. and he's talking about it Including he's talking about how we merchandised pinball yeah how we merchandised this item we merchandised that item mm-hmm. and he said i run this band as my own personal brand and business mm-hmm. kiss is my business and brand but there's a couple episodes of that show where he's talking about how he did it like how anything that they did they copyrighted they trademarked and they made it their own like like the kiss condoms, the kiss coffins, kiss liquor, mm-hmm. kiss books, kiss comic, you know, everything. He trademarked goes, everything. And that goes back to talking about just being a smart business savvy type person. Gene Simmons saw an opportunity that was bigger than just a band and he turned it into a brand. It's it's a it's an empire now. You know, it's a, it's a merchandising mm-hmm. empire is what it is. Brilliant businessman i mean obviously oh yeah absolutely. once they realized the money they can make they were like yeah the music's great but guess what <laughs> yeah. here's a but kiss coaster you. that'll be 5.99 please you know? yep. but i'll tell you as as in if, for many years now an avid kiss fan i'll admit that you know are they the best vocalists or uh or performing artists no they weren't uh do they have the most memorable category of songs no they don't most people could maybe name one maybe two i'll be really impressed if people could name three kiss songs (laughs) uh they were memorable to look at their theatricality their oh if you go to a kiss oh if you go to a kiss concert yeah if you're a fan that's great you know you're going because you like the songs and this and that but i i took a buddy of mine that i was talking about earlier to a kiss concert 
uh, who's not even a fan. He'd never heard of, you know, anything probably other than rock and roll all night or Detroit Rock City. And he said it was one of the most entertaining shows that he'd ever seen because they're performers, they're entertainers. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, but, somebody... but I think, but I think you get the nail on the head though. Like he liked the show. Exactly. It's a spectacle. Not so much the... <laughs> right. It's a spectacle. It's not, you go and, you know, they're shooting fire and Gene Simmons is spitting fire and he's spitting blood and all the and pyrotechnics oh, yeah. at the show, you yeah. know, it's, you get enthralled in the actual theatrics of it and you forget okay. that there's a music concert going on. You think, right. because here's the thing, if you get caught up in the show, you're listening to a soundtrack. You're not listening to a performance, yes. you know, so you get caught up in that, in that soundtrack and the, the performance and the show is more to you is more memorable to you than what song did they play first? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I agree. And I'll tell you again, as a really big Kiss fan, that they have way more songs that I either have never heard, don't care about, or don't like, than they actually do have ones that I enjoy. Yeah. There's a bunch of them that I do enjoy, but yeah, they put out a lot of stinkers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like, I, like Jude yeah. mentioned earlier, you know, they came out with the album where they were like, let's take off the makeup. And then it was like, who the hell is this? And why are they doing this? <laughs> but I'll give them oh, this, wow. even though they are on my list, I will say without them, there would be no Guar. There would be no Slipknot because they probably inspired that in one way or another. So, so I have a little bit of information here uh -huh. as well. Kiss has never had a number one song. They've never hit the top five. And they've only been in the top 10 twice. That's nuts. I would have never thought that. Did you know? I would have thought rock and roll all night long would have been number one. So speaking of rock and roll, one. speaking of rock and roll all night, did you know, fun fact, <laughs> that the first time they actually performed that song live was in Pittsburgh? Hmm, I did not. I thought that was also, so you know, we're from the, you know, that area. And it was, it was an interesting fact for me as a Kiss fan. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting fact with Kiss, guess who opened for them one time and got booed off the stage and was told he would never amount to anything? Uh, man, this is going to kill me when I hear it. I don't know. I hope I don't. Alice Cooper? Garth Brooks. Oh. <laughs> well, they had Garth, Garth Brooks open for Kiss? Garth Brooks wow. opened, was... for, opened for Kiss at a yeah. concert and got booed off the Ooh, stage. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Like, That's a rock band, country yeah. music artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I heard that. I'm like, who in the hell thought it was a good idea yeah. at a Kiss concert? Yeah. To say, <laughs> hey, country boy, yeah, go out, go out there and warm hey, the concert up for us. You look and completely he did warm normal. The concert up. You have a shirt and jeans. Off. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go out there and play right. some music for these guys looking for makeup people? You know. <laughs> have, you, have you read the room, yeah. sir? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, this is. <laughs> Yeah. I hopefully he totally changed managers right room, after that. Okay. <laughs> the balls Garth yeah. Garth Brooks had getting out there on stage, oh, in front man, of, hey, even knowing that that's you get a shot, it. you're taking that shot, you know. <laughs> but knowing yeah. that okay. that's not a group of of people, you know, to that's maybe gonna be more into his style of music because you know you're there to yeah. kick, and you're probably not a huge avid country fan. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, you're like, hey, country boy, go out there and get killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So my number three, uh, my number three is the Rolling Stones. 
Oh, now I'm getting divorced. Okay. Now I'm getting divorced. Yeah. The whole way the We're so getting divorced. Yeah. So um but who I gets think the, the Rolling Stones. Who gets the Tim in the divorce? Now, hey, hey, who gets Tim in the divorce? We're gonna draw straws, Whoa, Tim. Okay, wow, we're gonna draw wow. straws. I expected more of a fight, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll fight for no, you. Buddy. No. Hey, look, look. Gets blue because, shirt, uh, buddy. Megan gets Bronwyn, so. <laughs> blue shirt, Tim. Blue uh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, Rolling Stones. I think what makes the Rolling Stones overrated is I think they're popular for their longevity. Mm-hmm. I think you know they they got a. Hey, we gotta go on tour to pay for mixed babies. Yeah. Um, you know, um yeah. Keith Richards during a during a nuclear bomb, it'll be Keith Richards and a couple cockroaches. Right. And um, Betty White. Don't forget Betty White. And Betty White, yeah, don't forget <laughs> Betty White. Um I just think with the Rolling Stones, they just well, like I said, I think it's just because of their longevity. I, I kind of group Rolling Stones in with Kiss. Um that now the Rolling Stones don't have makeup on. Um, embalming fluid, yes, makeup, no. Um, but I think it's without the makeup, I think it's just the longevity, you know. I, I and do they have some good songs? Yeah, they've had, I'm reading here, they've had eight number one hits, so they've had more number one hits than Kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just give it that garbage to me. <laughs> oh, um, to me. You got, and it's like Kiss. You have Mick Jagger, and you have Keith Richards. Who after that? Couldn't tell you. You know, you so talked I, I, about. Like I said, I grew, go ahead, Joe. You, you talked about longevity, and I want to know why. I want to know why they've had such longevity because I haven't really heard a cause for it. Like I don't know why people are still going on and raving on about the Rolling Stones because they weren't all that. Friggin' great to begin with. <laughs> I think I think the reason being is because people group the Rolling Stones in like how they grouped in the Beatles. If you look at it this way, whenever the Beatles kind of were on their downhill slope, the Rolling Stones came in. I think it was the Rolling Stones picked up the mantle of, you know, that foreign band. Um, and just, do they have good songs? Absolutely. Um, you know, paint it black, um, brown sugar, satisfaction. Um, you know, they had some burden. really burden. I like yeah, that song right. there. Right. So they've had some very big songs and and some recognizable songs across the globe. You know, you know, somebody starts playing. You know, and I think the other thing was is you had songs that were recognizable for events mm-hmm. like paint it black was i think vietnam you know so it it, it was it was a anthem for vietnam you know it, it played in different places for you know and, and if you if you saw a video for vietnam you you heard paint it black um but as far as overrated i i just think that they're i don't think they're as big as what people make them out to i think they're that novelty Thing, you know, right. and I think the novelty is, is, you know, Mick Jagger's 140 and he's still able to go out there and, and, and dance. 
And this is what that's the point in what we're doing. We're not saying that any of these these groups or artists are not talented and that they weren't successful or popular or didn't even have good music. It's just are they really, you know, all the fuss that people made them out to be? And the Rolling Stones, I don't think so. No, I disagree. Right. And like and like you said, and like you said, we're not saying that these guys aren't aren't you know very talented musicians. Um, they are. They absolutely are. Do they belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Every band that we've said so far, absolutely, with the Agreed. exception of Faith No More, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they absolutely belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for what they've done for the music industry. And the thing is, is a lot of these bands that we're bringing up tonight, you know, a lot of these bands without without them, you don't have some of these other bands. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have the Five Finger Death Punch. You don't have, you know, all these other bands. You know, and, and have glam rock without Kiss uh, putting on the makeup and the in the costumes and all. That. You know, they, yeah, exactly. Right, right. All right. Well, so, cool points. Cool points. Uh, I don't have a Tim. How do you feel that. about the Royal I'm no. I'm kind of on the fence. I I don't really. I don't. I don't disagree with you, but I also don't have an opinion on it either, just because I kind of see your point on like they had some good hits uh they're definitely their two front men are well known um i feel like mick jagger had a very influence or a, a big influence on music in itself and the band had influence on music uh but i don't know if they're definitely like a. I, I would agree that they're probably overrated in a sense that, so they had a cool logo <laughs> My wife just said I get you into the divorce. Oh, well, you know, I kind of thought maybe that was going to happen, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, that's that's fair. <laughs> so, Joe, what is your number two? Uh, the number two pick on my list is actually the Rolling Stones. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> okay. Well, I think uh, we all. Apparently, apparently, I get you too, Joe. My, my, my wife. You can't have me, me and Bronwyn. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, right. She can't have both, and, and and I'm okay with her having Bronwyn. So <laughs> everything, everybody got quiet there real quick. Well, anyway, okay, uh, we can we can edit this part out. And I was just thinking about like, oh, this might be heard again someday. I got to be very careful about what I'm about to say. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna want to edit that part. Yeah, okay? let's take this whole chunk out. <laughs> so, Timmy, what is your number two? Um, let me pull my list because I have I have them the last two. I know who they are, just in specific order. Pink Floyd is my number two. All right, wait. What's everybody got two and one before we like start rolling again here? Because two, I had Rolling Stones, and one was the Beatles, and we already covered that. <laughs> I'm out. I don't, so, I don't have either of those. I got all. So Timmy, who do you have for your number two and number one? I have Pink Floyd, then I have Grateful Dead as number one. So I have them. I have those reversed. I have okay. the Grateful Dead at number one, number two, and I have okay. Pink Floyd at number one. Gotcha. Okay, so how about we take those? We'll touch on you guys as two and ones. We'll say that mine were, you know, Beatles and Rolling Stones. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna throw in U2 because I want to talk about U2 for a hot second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll give you a runner-up pick since you you okay. we've already covered your two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Pink Floyd for me. 
I don't know if it was because of traumatized moments in my life uh, when I was in college where my two roommates um, got so high every day that it, I wasn't even sure if they were real people. Uh, and they played Pink Floyd so much that it made me ill to my stomach. Um, <laughs> I think their music is extremely mellow all the time. Um, I, I'm not saying that everything is bad. Brick in the Wall is not a bad song. Money is not a bad song. Um, Comfortably Numb is not a horrible. Uh, I just, for some reason, my name, my mind immediately just says to me, all that is is really, you know, they based a lot of their, their success off of touring. Um, they made, they made a lot of money touring. They put on a hell of a show. They had probably one of the best lighting shows and laser light shows that I've ever seen because in school, when I went to the art Institute for, um, in our, my lighting class, we watched a Pink Floyd show. And though I did not enjoy the music, I did enjoy the lighting. <laughs> um, I just don't, I again, feel like, it's like kiss. Um, yeah. it was a spectacle. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. And you know, to me, just the music in general was just not my cup of tea just not what I really enjoy. Um, and I still, to this day, have no idea what a Pink Floyd is. So, you know. <laughs> no, and, 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 and just to branch off that, like I said, I have Pink Floyd as number one on mine. Pink Floyd to me is, is again, it's a show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just a show in itself with, you know, oh, we're going to have lasers. Ooh, you know, like I can... <laughs> I can entertain, I can entertain Blizzard with a laser for hours. Right. You know, I, I it, it's just, it, to me, their music's good. It, it's good. It's, it's not something where I say that they have great music. Cause I don't think they do. Do me a favor. Name it, name a member of Pink Floyd. Couldn't. Roger something. I know there's a Roger, Roger water. There you go. That's all I Roger know. Water. Yeah. But I mean, I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you who's, who's in there. Um, and it's just, like I said, their their music their music's okay, but it's it's a spectacle, and that's all it is to me. It, it, it's a spectacle. It's a laser light show that has music and a soundtrack to it. Uh, and then Grateful Dead, it, it, Cherry Garcia is a great ice cream. Um, <laughs> other other than that, the Grateful Dead is, I think I think you had a generation of potheads. And no offense to the potheads out there. Love you guys too. Um, but I think it's just that they, hey. But here's the thing. I group I group the Grateful Dead in with fish. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, you drain, know what I mean? Like they need I, to I, like I, drain that lake and make sure that those fish die because I'm tired of that. Shit <laughs> here's the thing that gets me. If you, if you listen to Sirius XM, fish has their own station why really why yeah fish has their own station on sirius xm i i almost put like them on my list sirius XM, they have their own station yeah i don't know enough about them that they didn't make my list i was like they're they're they mean nothing to me they're just they're just a great the, and, that, and that's where i think <laughs> right and i think that's where where we said about you know they had to be rated to be overrated yeah, and i don't right. think fish is even rated you know but but i group grateful dead in with fish because I think it's just the Grateful Dead came out and Jerry Garcia was that first guy, first white guy, first white guy, not trying to be racist or anything like this. 
Bob Marley was known for smoking weed mm-hmm. and, and, and being public about it. Mm-hmm. Jerry Garcia was public about it, but it was different. It was racially different. Though. Yeah. So you had a generation of potheads or, or, or whatever you want to call yourselves. I don't know what, you know, what the kids are using these days. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> you have that white guy who is attracting the white pot smoker, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's, they kind of cling to that and said, well, that, that's our, that's our band. That that's our, that's our theme music now, you know? So I think that had something to do with it. Um, but then you have the role or you had, yeah, Rolling Stones. Um, you had the Grateful Dead that kind of fed off that then, you know, oh, well, we're, we're going to put pot leaves on our, on our teddy bears and we're going to make psychedelic colors and it's going to be rainbow. And, you know, mm-hmm. they played off of it you know and, and good for them i just don't think they're as big as you know people are like oh my god the grateful dead and whatever yeah. and, and here's the other thing with the grateful dead then you have woodstock to where people people associate them with woodstock and i don't know why you know so it, it, it yeah were, were they good they they were good i mean good ish to me but overrated completely overrated and, and as far as like i said with pink floyd they were a show yeah. i mean they, they were just a show with the soundtrack so i would be yeah. curious uh are apparently you weren't just going to make you our fact checker now jude um what kind of number ones do our our top two between you and i have because i feel like if i'm if i'm 100 correct grateful dad only had one that was in the, even in the top 10 or top five uh, and it came out in the nineties and I don't remember what the name, I remember the video in my head. There's a dog running away with a skeleton bone because they're all playing on the stage and they're like skeletons riding. So wh- while riding you that out, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Finish yeah. your thought. There. No, 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 sorry. So, I was... Pink Floyd has had no number one hits from what I see here. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me check this, but I don't I don't see any here. But let me check the the Billboard list here. Is it, are we talking about um, like domestic or? I I go to Billboard. Okay. Because that's kind of standard. Um, let me just say this while you're looking, stand- looking up statistics and you yep. know their ranks on the charts. I'll tell you from somebody that has never. I don't think I've ever really even seen a recording. Uh, maybe, you know, a clip here and there, I'm sure somewhere in my 33 years of, of a Pink Floyd show. I've been to a Pink Floyd tribute show uh, twice uh, by a group called Brit Floyd. And, and again, what we were talking about, about the theatricality and the performance and an amazing show, amazing show. And the, uh, the laser lights and this and that was, you know, the visuals behind them and you know, all kinds of crazy effects. And it was great. It was an entertaining show, but I went to see that after I became a fan of their music, having never really experienced anything like that. Um, and it's not that I'm a diehard Pink Floyd fan, but yeah, there are a couple of Pink Floyd songs that I really do enjoy. And you're absolutely hundred percent right. Pink Floyd, I think uh, for obvious reasons, got lauded in with their, uh, they're that druggy band. Oh, uh, they're they're that pothead band. They're the they're you know the acid users band. They're the psychedelic and you know this and that. 
And I think that kind of unfairly takes away from some, I'm not saying all, some of the quality of a lot of the, the music that they did put out. Because if you listen to songs, maybe, I don't know if either one of you guys are familiar with, but um, uh, there was one, Wish You Were Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wish You Were Here was a song, uh, it was a very, very meaningful song and, and, and very deep and very real and, and profound for a lot of people that were into it. And I, I think there was a lot more value there and, and that's just an example in some of their songs and some of their material that kind of got written off because they were the druggy band mm-hmm. or they were the pothead band or this. And you're right. They're very mellow all the time. And, you know, people smoking weed. Oh, let's put on some Pink Floyd. Oh, hey, let's get effed up. And that stupid trick about watching The Wizard of Oz, but listening to The Wall or yeah, Dark, Dark Side, Side of the Moon. Of the moon. Or, yeah. You know, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. So, yeah. Was, so Pink Floyd became associated in everyday common knowledge with drug use Mm. um and i think it kind of and i'm just saying a little i think it kind of unfairly took away from a little bit of quality to to a lot of the songs that they did put out because i mean out of the two that we've mentioned so far with the grateful dead and pink floyd i i feel like i definitely have songs that i like from pink floyd where with the grateful dead i maybe have one song which is their only commercial hit ever and that's the only one where I, you know, I just, I just get to this point. And again, I think I'm just going to call it PFSD Pink Floyd stress disorder. Um, like Maddie tried to play a song because she had heard, like, I think it was wish you were here. And she's like, can I play this? And she, I said, what is it? And she goes, Pink Floyd. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I, you know, for myself. So looking up, looking up some numbers here. Um, looking up some numbers here. Pink Floyd only had one number one hit with another brick in the wall. Okay. The great. That was their only number one hit. Really, that's crazy. That was their only number one hit. Was that was, was their another best- brick in the wall? <laughs> right, right. The Grateful Dead. Touch of Grey finished at number nine. Touch of Grey. That's what it was. Yeah. All of their other songs, nothing reached higher than 64. Yeah, I'm going to tell this, both of you, I have an unfair one-sided opinion on the Grateful Dead because I I admittedly don't, I don't like their music. I hate yeah. the Grateful Dead. <laughs> no, that's fine because yeah. they're my number one. So. <laughs> yeah, I, and here, I don't get the hype. And here's my, here's my thoughts on that. Here's my thoughts on that. If I have to be high to enjoy your music, right? There you go. Exactly. You know, uh, just don't like their music. Don't, don't like their music. Don't like them as a band. I just it I don't doesn't do anything. Like a feeling about yeah. the Grateful Dead to me, you know, it's and it's not to say they don't have an incredible fan base because obviously mm-hmm. they do. But I think to the three of us, this is you know, it, and this all goes back to this being a matter of opinion. I don't get right. the big deal about the Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah, they 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 have a purpose. That purpose just is not for me. <laughs> so, are we going to do a runner-up, like one of our runner-up choices here? <laughs> I, uh, I, I have. I, can't I, do have a one. <laughs> I told you I had a hard time narrowing it down to five. So originally, yeah. I had made you, a list. Of if you guys got them, go for it. Go for a runner-up. But I'm I'm out on so that one because it was so hard for me. <laughs> Here's my runner-up. Yeah, and it's Black Sabbath. I can see that. I yeah. can. I respect that. Absolutely. Because Ozzy 
Ozzy was so much more popular mm-hmm. as a singles act. Yeah, absolutely. And he was with Black Sabbath. And Ronnie James. Um, and Dio. Yeah. Right. I just I just believe that Black Sabbath was overrated. Uh, that Ozzy just, like I said, once Ozzy broke away from Black Sabbath, huge, huge. I mean, just his, his newest album that he had, Under the Graveyard, is phenomenal. That's getting a lot of flack, uh, but I enjoy that, what I've heard off of it so far. I know, yeah, it's getting a lot of negative criticism, though, from a lot of haters. <laughs> and I think it's because it's, it's because it's Ozzy. And I think the, the problem with it is that, that a lot of people have is as old as he is and all of his problems and, well, you can't understand what he's saying. The album's phenomenal because top you, to bottom. You can when he's singing. Yeah, maybe he needs subtitles on a TV show <laughs> <laughs> and he needs a translator in person, but he puts that emphasis into what he's saying, uh, I feel, in his mm. vocals on his tracks. I mean, he also has Absolutely. a very distinctive voice too. You know, you when you hear him, you know it's Ozzy Osbourne. Like it's immediately. You know, no... you know who who is being compared to Ozzy Osbourne right now is Chris Jericho with really? Ozzy. Uh, well, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people are saying that if you listen to a Fozzy album, frontwards to back, that it's he has the tones of an Ozzy Osbourne type of singer. I had no and idea. then I, I listened to Sane. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. To those playing the home game that aren't uh, huge professional wrestling <laughs> like the two of us, and for our third uh, co-host here, uh, Chris Jericho is a uh, legendary figure in the world of professional wrestling. I know who he uh, is. I just didn't know he had a band. Yeah. He has he has done this thing with his, his band, Fozzie, since I think the early 2000s. And originally they started yeah. as, as a cover band, as a mock band, and they all had gimmick names. And I think Chris's was Mongoose McQueen. <laughs> they were, yeah, uh, yeah Mongoose you know, McQueen they, they were, was they were, Yeah, they were admittedly, and they admitted it themselves, they were a parody band. Uh, but they made some pretty good cover songs. I, you know, I'll give you that. But as far as their original stuff, I mean, some of it's okay. Uh, especially his, I think it's the newest album, that, you know, the theme that he's using now in AEW. I really like, you know, really like that song but um i've never been a huge fan of his style of music uh, like his original hits and this and that i don't see the comparison um that a lot of people are making but i I think a lot of that might have to do with the name Mm. you know i think that people see it as well he's just a professional wrestler you know he's talented he's talented as a musician don't get a start that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that at a later date. Professional wrestler, huh? Yeah. We'll do, you we'll do are... a top five overrated wrestlers. Uh, yeah. And, uh, if you guys go that's there, gonna shock. That'll I'll, shock a lot of people. I'll just uh I'll just moderate for that one because I can't I don't even know if I can tell you top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Don't get me wrong. If you guys want to cover it, I'm in. But I'm side bar idea, wrestling wrestling episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My, right. I'll just throw this out here just to see what kind of comments we get. Top overrated wrestler, I think, Hulk Hogan. Well, I think we might have to have some private words. Uh, <laughs> Paul, once this call is ended, I don't think we can handle this in a Zoom session. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to hash this out in person. <laughs> no, no, I can see that. Um, 
honorable mention just real quick before you know while we're wrapping up the music thing though on this i had beatles number one and rolling stones number two on my list and i had originally made a list of 10 because i couldn't quite narrow it down <laughs> and uh you know i'm looking at that list now and it, it, honestly it's between the doors and you two and i'm gonna have to go with you two and i just want to throw it out there real quick because again same thing like with metallica i know there's a huge youtube following you know, I'm not saying to the level of Metallica, <laughs> not trying to compare, but uh, it actually they, might be bigger when you look at the really? oh, it, international, look, and, yeah, international, and you know, I, I just, I don't know if, I don't know, I don't know if it's because I'm not a fan of the majority of their music or because I don't like Bono as a person or a human being <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, uh, a combination of many things i just don't get and i don't know if either one of you had anything to weigh in on on the you you two hype and yeah. and i don't get it yeah i just for me i feel like they um i don't feel like they came in and changed anything about rock and roll like some of the other bands that we've talked about but they're very um politi- they're politically driven sometimes and i think that's where they get a lot of their notoriety um you know a lot of their early sunday bloody sunday uh i believe was about um whenever uh during civil rights uh, there was a a, like a riot that broke out and they they sing that's what the song's about um which is odd for them to kind of touch on being that they weren't even from the united states but that's how big of an impact it had in the world at that point so for them to make a song about it uh, you know, a lot of their other things, Joshua Tree was a huge album in the 80s. So we're talking like where the streets have no name and um, still haven't found what I'm looking for, that kind of stuff. Those are huge songs. Um, Bono, I could see where you could come off a little bit like he comes off as this holier than thou kind of figure a little here and there. Um, but they they give a lot back. Uh, they They do a lot for the global community in general. Um, as a band, as as because they know they've made a, a lot of money and they take that and they put it to good use at times. Not saying they don't, you know, have their own nice things, but <laughs> um, I, so think when I, the, the, I think the thing with you too is also is like if you take Metallica and you take Metallica out of there, you don't have Five Finger Death Punch. Uh-huh. And if you take you know the Rolling Stones uh, or if you take the Beatles out, you don't have the Rolling Stones. I don't think. You probably don't have U2. But, you take, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. If you take U2 out, what what impact do they have? Uh, I think you run into some of your 90s bands, probably like R.E.M., Counting Crows. You know, those kind of like, they weren't huge, but they did have a small time frame where they made made some impact on, on, the, on the thing. But Duran Duran, you know, they were all around the same time frame, but I don't know. I, I kind of see where you're coming from with that, though. Yeah, you know, what impact did they have that changed something that would say, well, this band wouldn't exist, and that that's probably more of a you'd have that's to really exactly. reach out there to see who was who was influenced by them. Where you know, exactly clearly... that becomes the question of influence then at that yeah. point, rather than yeah, right. exactly. And some and of the would, other bands I mean, I think it would be... maybe we could do a uh, episode a... on the most influential uh, artists and groups of all time. Mm. You know, that would be yep. a fun one. Yeah, I mean that was a good one, good, good <laughs> conversation. So yeah, it's I mean a that, good rap session. 
yeah, I think we all had really good points and I think we definitely, we backed our decisions. So I, I feel, uh, I feel comfortable with it. I'm still a little, little hurt over the Beatles, but I'll, I'll drink hey, a little more tonight than normal to get over it. You, you had to have known I was going to be reeling from that, that decision to put Kiss on the list at all. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Same thing with putting Metallica on there too. I was going to yeah. say that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but think, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I was, we all had, uh, we all had one of our favorite bands kind of picked on there a little bit, you know, and look, we all came out of it like adults. We all shared our opinions and uh, yeah, I mean, F you guys. I mean, what? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not going to go. We're not going to go on Facebook and bash each other. Hold on. What's going on here? <laughs> Hashtag kiss army for life. <laughs> <laughs> Beatles are the best. You jerks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the last episode of beer yeah. and bros. Uh, <laughs> It's yeah. been real, everybody. This is a one-time no, show. It's been a fun little experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you picked on the Beatles. I'm taking my music and I'm going home. <laughs> um, before we wrap it all up, any last-minute thoughts? Um, uh, just a, oh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. No, I was just, uh, just going to say uh, the only real things I had left on the list there were, uh, and, you know, they don't need to talk about today. Maybe save it for the future. The Dave Matthews Band. I have a lot to say about the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I don't like Dave. What, I do like Dave. Say? I just don't know that Dave is really worth all the... Uh, I just I know, literally quoted a song of his just to get that out of you. What would you surely say? surely did. <laughs> that re <laughs> reference fell about 40 yards away from me. That's all right. It's okay. too focused on getting I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I agree with Dave Matthews Band now. I think they're, I think Dave Matthews Band is, just, I, you know what though? Dave Matthews Band is this generation's Grateful Dead. I will yes. listen to their music on CD, but I will never go see them live again. I went to go see them live once and they played every song for 20 minutes. And I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And I looked out in the yard you know and what? people were just dancing around like puppets. And I'm just like, nope, I'm out. So, <laughs> you know who else does that? Yeah. Grateful Steve day. Steve Miller band. Well, yeah. yes, I went, I went and saw, I went them, and saw them in concert here. Mm -hmm. I went and saw them in concert years ago, and the first half of the concert sucked in Pittsburgh. <laughs> was it with the Doobie Brothers? Yes, well, dude, yes. I was at that concert. <laughs> it, were you? I swear it to God, sucked. the first yeah. half of the concert, people were walking out. Yeah, like they were leaving, and then he went back to the back. They had an intermission. Mm -hmm. He went to the back. He got high as shit, came back out, and the second half of the concert was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Do phenomenal. you remember they did Fly Like an Evil, and the guy who was playing the keyboards did a rap to it? And everybody was like, what's happening yeah. right now? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, what the hell's going with, on? The thing with Dave is so many his songs are heavy on the fiddle, heavy on the violin. And then all that controversy went down with his violin player, and you know, yeah. he, you know, they parted ways and this and that, and now he refuses to play with a violin. Violin. Yeah. and i'm like dude uh a lot of your really good songs are really featured heavily on the violin there <laughs> could we not just hire a new violin guy <laughs> that's like taking a charlie's dan that's like taking charlie daniels and going hey so uh you're not going to be able to play the fiddle today yeah steelers yeah. Fan, uh, just on the you didn't know charlie daniels is a huge <laughs> Steelers fan <laughs> r.i.p buddy r.i.p <laughs> well uh, anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, I think we just what we 
what we said in the beginning, you know, if, if you've listened this far into this, congratulations, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but this it's, might I mean, be a two episode just we might have to break um, it up a little, but I, I mean, if you're listening to this and, and you have any topics that you want to hear us kind of talk about, like we said in the beginning, by all means, you know, let us know. Um, we feel strongly about different things. Mm-hmm. I know some of the things that we're going to talk about coming up, um, just a little spoiler, I guess, you know, um, we're going to talk about the whole unemployment thing and how there are, there are places right now that are desperately trying to get workers. I know I work for a place that I can't get anybody to come in the door to interview. Same. Um, we're going to talk about that. Uh, and another really big subject we're going to talk about is, uh, guns, gun control. Um, if anybody who knows me knows that I am a, a staunch advocate of the second amendment, um, it doesn't make me a hail belly. Um, <laughs> even though, you know, people would say I am, um, but it's I have strong feelings about that. It's a... Yeah. Yeah. It's a... And, uh, I have strong feelings about that. I, I do not believe that everybody should own a gun. Yeah. You know, think, we'll talk about that. I think what so. makes this such a great dynamic between the three of us is that we, all have very strong opinions on a, a multitude of issues uh, and not just issues, topics, subject matter, whatever. And we all are very, very, very strongly leaned towards, you know, our viewpoint and our perspective on it, but we're all also very open uh, to hearing the opinion and, and points of view of others. And, and I think that's what makes this such a great dynamic is that we can come together being from three different walks of life, essentially with wildly different opinions on a number of things and have good conversation, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you everybody for listening. Uh, It has been nothing but a pleasure with our first episode here. I think we uh, knocked it out of the park. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a pretty long one, so I may have to split it up and do two. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. And, uh, I'll let, I'll let you guys know what happens there, but, uh, um, I, I enjoyed it and I look forward to future episodes. Please check out our Facebook at, uh, beards and bros. And if you know us personally, please reach out and let us know if there is a topic you want to talk about and you can actually leave comments on the, on the, uh, wow. On the Facebook page. Um, there'll be probably an Instagram coming, uh, maybe even a Twitter. It just depends on how much we can get out there as soon as possible. So, uh, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you next time from Jude, Joe, and myself. Uh, have a great night and, uh, keep it real.